Hey, everybody. Welcome to Local Business Owners Podcast, presented by Bank of Central Florida. We hope that you find inspiration in the success and the obstacles of local business owners and leaders on the show. You can listen to it on Apple, Spotify, or watch it on YouTube. All right, let's get to it. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody. We are here today with Local Business Owners Podcast and Show, and we have Josh Henderson here with us today from Bonnet Springs Park. So we're very excited to have you um, and hear more about how Bonnet Springs is going to contribute to the community, really make a difference within Central Florida, and we'll hit it with the questions. So let's start. Um, all right, Josh. So I would like to start with the grand opening. It is soon to open, right? Yes, it is. Okay. What's the date for that? October 22nd. All right. Can you share a little bit about what's going on and how excited you guys are? I mean, it's been a lot of time to prepare for it, it the has, grand opening. It's been a long time coming. So we actually made a little joke on that earlier this year when mm -hmm. we announced the grand opening. And so it's going to be a weekend long celebration Wow! Um, that I can say if you if you know anything about the park or you love Lakeland, you do not want to miss out on this because it yeah. is going to be one for the ages, I think. Awesome. Well, I know it's been how long in the making? It's been like, you know, 10 the, years, the idea right? of BSP really started back in about 2015. So, um, yeah. you know, from conception to completion, it's going to have been, you know, a solid seven years, which is wow. amazing. Wow. Well, I mean, with this kind of park, I would what what like level of um I guess how much has been invested into it up to this point? So, you know, a few months ago we were, I, I kept, we referred to ourselves as about a $110 million park. We've actually started looking at the, the numbers now and, and it's, it's actually quite a bit more than that. So probably okay. we'll end up somewhere between 130 and 140 million. Wow. Um, and, and then we're building an endowment on top of that to uh, sustain the park in perpetuity. So it's, it's a mm. massive investment in the community. Yeah, what an undertaking. Can you share a little bit about how this thought process or idea came around Bonnet Springs Park? A absolutely. So, you know, the, the, the land that we sit on is a, it was an old rail yard. Okay. And it had gone defunct mm -hmm. and, and really kind of, you know, you had this huge swath of land that divided the Northwest community and a local realtor and, and a guy who loves Lakeland as much as anybody can, David Bunch, mm -hmm. had the idea of creating a park uh, on this property. And, and we wanted it to be something like the Central Park of New York, where it's kind of an icon. And so yeah. he went to Carol and Barney Barnett and, and partnered with Bill Tinsley, who was recently retired from the city. Mm -hmm. And so those three families really kickstarted the idea of Bonnet Springs Park and awesome. have evolved it to where it is today. Yeah, it really seems, I mean, what an impact this is going to be to the community, but across Central Florida, not just Lakeland, it seems like because of how big the park is. I think it was bigger than Magic Kingdom. You know, that's a right? bit of a marketing ploy, but yeah, we, we're okay. 168 acres of property. Wow. If you go on Wikipedia or look on the internet, you'll see that Magic Kingdom inside the fence line is 108 acres. So um, both giant properties, um, obviously way different. We don't have rides yeah. or coasters or anything like that, but nature is our theme. Yep. And so we, uh, you know, you throw yourself out and compare yourself to the big boys and say, Hey, look, 
mm -hmm. Disney has this much land and so do we. And uh, it's yeah. a little fun just to get people interested in coming out and seeing the park. Yeah. And I love the idea between um, not necessarily all the theme park when it comes to roller coasters, but there is this energy, I think, that is just going into how much kids are going to interact outdoors. They're going to there's a lot of activities. Can you share some of those um, investments? Absolutely. So, you know, ecotourism is a big deal. Everybody is so plugged in with electronics and everything now that having a space to explore nature and, um, you know, and then recreation and then our cultural programming, that's really kind of our tag is nature, culture, and recreation. So we have a playground that's um, accessible for all ages. Okay. We have a nature center um, where the kids can go in and learn about the environmental remediation that we've done to the land to make it uh, an inhabitable space for people mm -hmm. to come into. Uh, because it was a former brownfield site at one point, and we've remediated all the uh, chemicals and everything. Mm. Um, we have a nature gallery, which is like a mini museum where people can go in and learn about the railway, okay. learn about the people who built the railway and and the the Crescent Heights neighborhood and and really the history of mm -hmm. that area of Lakeland. And so, you know, we've got obviously the Lakeland Regional Health Circulator is 1.7 mile long path. So if you're into wow. fitness. So fun. You can walk, run, jog, whatever you want to do. But really, we like to say that there's something at Bonnet Springs Park for all ages, you know, um, mm -hmm. from toddler to twilight. So it's uh, there, there's really something for everybody to do. And that's yeah. what's so exciting about the, the project. Yeah, I, I don't have kids, but I'm very excited so, <laughs> <laughs> to go kayaking. And um, the, the trail just I mean, just how I've been able to go out there and visit and if you have not, you are you you are in for a treat to go out there. Hopefully on grand opening or one of the weekends following. Um, but it is it is very impressive. So uh, as this audience is local business owners, um, I know you had shared a little bit about event space. Is what what way can they use this for their own? meetings. I, I know there's meeting space there. Sure. Can you share a little bit about that? You know, it really, it depends on what you're looking for. So we have the event center where we can seat up to 400 um, and wow. still have room for a dance floor. So we're one of the larger venues in Lakeland. Um, we have an outdoor kitchen that would be perfect for family reunions or um, an ambitious boss who wants to grill burgers for his staff. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's, we have venues all over the park that can be rented. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, Bond Springs Park is a free park. Mm -hmm. So if you want to just bring a picnic basket and come out and sit under the trees, there's no cost to do that. So yeah. you want indoors and air conditioning and you want privacy, you do have to pay for that. But um, we're open and available or once we get open, we'll be available for people to come out and use the mm -hmm. park as they as they want to. So uh, I'm so excited about that. I mean, lots of team building opportunities. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what about the location? Can you share what opportunities and advantages you think just here in Lakeland provides being in Central Florida? You know, I think I the park is in Lakeland, but this is a regional park or regional attraction. And mm -hmm. we have a board member that says, you know, when people go to New York, they always go to Central Park. It's an icon. Mm -hmm. You know, in time, we would love to see ourselves become the Central Park of Central Florida. Yeah. So that we're kind of an iconic destination where people want to come and just see it, mm -hmm. interact with it. And, um, you know, the great thing is for people who live in Lakeland, 
we're just a handful of minutes away and you can come take advantage of this beautiful property every day. Right. And, um, you know, I think that that's one of the things that I'm so excited about. I, I was a part of a project like this uh, in Oklahoma before I came here and I got to see firsthand how it kind of transformed a community and um, looking forward to watching that happen again, because I know it will. Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. I, I definitely think it's going to transform our community. I think it already has in ways and still many, many others still need to uh, hear about Bonnet Springs Park and what it's going to bring to the community. So um, I, I was actually going in that direction in your uh, past experience because local business owners, you know, it's all about the journey, how you get there, how you start your company. Can you share a little bit about your journey that prepared you for this position as CEO? Yeah, for me, I, uh, you know, I've worked in nonprofits now since 2017, but I actually came from the water park theme park industry where I was working in for-profit venues and yeah. uh, hospitality. And so my the same family, industry. Yeah, investing yeah it really industry. was. Um, you know, I consider Bonner Springs Park to be an attraction mm -hmm. uh, because you don't find many public parks that have all the amenities that we do, you know, from right. the event space to the now the, the what will be the Florida Children's Museum when they move on property. Mm -hmm. And and so my goal is to operate this very much like a paid experience without the pay. Yeah. So you'll have guest service people, you'll have, you know, security personnel, people cleaning the restrooms, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all the time so that it's really going to be a world class experience. And so I think my career starting in hospitality mm -hmm. and working for a myriad of different companies and then, you know, migrating to Gathering Place in Tulsa, that kind of uh, the culmination of all those experiences from the for-profit hospitality side and then yeah. venturing into nonprofits really positioned me um, to to come here and, and be lucky enough to work with the team and yeah. Barnett family and all the families who are involved with uh, Bonnet Springs Park. Yeah, I, I had a friend recently, he said some of the research he did, which don't quote me on this, but uh, a lot of entrepreneurs or business owners, the age that they're really successful at is age 35. And I'm not going to ask you your age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a older than that. <laughs> but, no, but a lot of times those career paths, they always, a lot of our learning experience is that time we spend in the industry. Um, and learning our craft and learning where, where do we, where is our passion at? Where do we love to invest our time? Um, how, what do we have to offer to the community or in the business world, to the people around us to influence them um, and make a, a betterment for just, just the people in our lives or just businesses that are trying to help others grow in the community um, so that's where the preparation comes in. I mean, you've, you've been prepared. You've taken these steps along the way. I think you said that you were at another park prior. You said you were in the water park area too. I, I think so, my kids have lived in five states now and they're young. Wow. <laughs> and so I would say that's been the downside of my career is that we've yeah. had to move quite a bit, mm -hmm. um, for me to keep advancing my career and kind of taking the next step. And so, uh, both my parents were entrepreneurs and mm. I lived in the same town from the time I went to kindergarten till I graduated mm. high school and then moved off to college. Um, you know, that it, it's been the the movement through the states and working for the different companies that um, kind of gained me the experience to get here. Mm -hmm. um, but it 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 didn't come without a cost. Um, you know, yep. I, I don't own my own business or anything like that, but you still 
put in a lot of hours and work very hard. And, uh, you know, I, I can't understand being an entrepreneur because I'm not one other than watching my parents go through it, but that's kind of, uh, all those steps and moving around the country is kind of what got me ready to yeah. uh, be here. So, well, and you you took on those values from your your family, it seems. But I would say that it, even for those listening, it's not just around being on, an entrepreneur, but sometimes more of an entrepreneur and only owning just where you're at in the company, seeing it as your as yours. Sure. Um, and so that would be my next question. So, why personally does this matter to you? For leading the efforts and initiatives with Bonnet Springs Park? You know, I, I started when I started out in the aquatics industry and lifeguarding. I had a, a, a passion for taking care of children and making sure that they were safe. And that morphed yeah. into seeing families enjoy family time together. And, yeah. But it was always about money. And so then when I got to Tulsa and we were, we were running Gathering Place, it's kind of like, okay, well, there's families who can never afford to fly to Orlando or, you know, Southern California or wherever the the hottest tourist destination is. And so we created that experience locally so that families who were not of means could still have that world-class experience. And so I got to see the safety side. I got to see the family side. And then there was, you know, the kind of taking care of the people who are a little less fortunate. And so you kind of bundle all of those things together. And then I just have a love for business. And so it's kind of, you build your brand around certain things uh, when you look at your working career. And so from mm-hmm. the safety and the family time and, and the just good business practices, those are the things that I enjoy doing um, wow. every day. I love that. Love that. And that's why you're why you're here. <laughs> that's why you're here. You 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 pretty much married your passion um, of wanting to invest in children and having families come together, but also being able to implement that with business skills um, and your experience in the hospitality industry along the way. So that's, that's amazing. And so you come into this market and the last seven years has been a lot of preparation up to this point with grand opening and running the park. Um, can you share a little bit about the marketing efforts? Because I know that you had an older logo prior mm-hmm. and then you launched the new logo Um, And can you explain a little bit of your reasoning behind that? So, you know, the, that was a kind of a tough situation to be perfectly honest, because I, there was a lot of, um, you know, thought and passion went into that logo. And we actually have a tree on our property that was very representative of that. And it's a Mm -hmm. 200 year old oak tree. And, um, you know, when I kind of looked at the logo and I looked at the park and, and the thing about an oak tree logo is they're, they're kind of common. And so there's apartment complexes and churches and, and various, like, I think my in-laws live in a community where their, you know, community icon is a, an oak tree. And so, you know, I started just challenging the idea of, you know, what people thought about the park and what they thought about our logo and, mm-hmm. and, and did some counseling with some board members and said, Hey, you know, this is kind of what I'm thinking. And, They said, okay, you know, go with it and see what you come back with. And so we partnered, you know, Tinsley Creative is our, is our local firm. And, and so I met with Donovan and I said, Hey, I'm I'm thinking about doing this. And, you know, after the shock wore off a little bit, he said, yeah, I can get behind that. And so, you know, my 
senior leadership team and the Tinsley creative team really just started kind of collaborating. And mm-hmm. we went through three or four rounds, uh, maybe more of uh, logo ideas and just kind of centered in on one that we thought, yeah, you know, had a modern flair to it. Still spoke to the nature of the park with kind of a water element and the plant life element and um, and then a little more whimsical font, um, mm-hmm. which if you look at it, the P in Mount Springs kind of looks like another local P logo in town. Oh, um, okay. You know, okay. I see. I see and, what you did there. Uh, <laughs> so we just, we had a lot of fun with it, to be perfectly honest. And, you know, it's one of those things where everybody kind of has an opinion on it and and not 100% of the world will love it. but. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that, you know, I've got some hats and shirts and it's just a good merchandising logo that really yeah. speaks to the brand. And so we were super excited about it and, yes. and had a lot of fun through that whole process. Well, it is a lot of fun. I, I mean, I'm in marketing in my own world. So obviously I'm going to yeah. see it as a lot of fun and especially with design. Um, and there's so much purpose. I mean, you can hear the intentionality be- behind the font there mm-hmm. and behind how it resembles the park and the feel and the tone to it. Uh, so with with the new logo now and and having that out for how long has it been? I think we, think we delivered. I think it was, yeah, about January or February was okay. when we debuted that. Yeah. Okay. And and where have you seen a lot of the, the marketing results? Have you been able to see a lot of the publicity where? You know, our, our Friends of Bonnet Springs Park was our, our first kind of public initiative for marketing. So, you know, you went through COVID. Um, there was just a lot going on and, and we mm-hmm. didn't have a strong marketing presence because we had a big dirt field. Right. So when I came, it was kind of like... Um, let's hold off on the marketing until about 90 days, you know, pre-grant opener, whatever. And so, you know, the logo was kind of our first big push. And then I think now we've, we've kind of updated the website. We have a grand opening page. We're starting to promote a little more on social. And I think as we push into grand opening, you're going to hear a lot more about Mm -hmm. Bonnet Springs and that will be very intentional Uh as we, you know, try and get as much of the community out for the grand opening as we can. So yeah. I see a lot of friends of Bonnet Springs and even the new updated magnets and stickers that we have out there. So we're super excited about that. Awesome. So uh, can you share the biggest obstacle that you have faced up to this point? You know, I think um, it's probably a twofold. It's a tie. So Um, You know, a post-COVID construction environment and supply chain environment has been extremely difficult. Yes. And and the other thing that I would say is that, um, you know, there's a there's a fear around the great resignation about getting good staff members and being able to retain them. And so um, I have an amazing team that does the work at the park. And so uh, very blessed to have them. And you know, making sure that they're happy and that we're competitive from a wage standpoint and, Mm -hmm. you know, that we retain all of our talent has kind of been um, some of the biggest challenges, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I I know there's several businesses that are facing that struggle as well. Um, I mean, it's, there's a lot of, I've heard that there's more jobs out there than there are people right now. So absolutely. Absolutely. So We've had a few positions that we've had a, a bit more of a challenging time filling. Um, hopefully that's coming to a close pretty soon. And yeah. then uh, we will start filling with frontline team members and uh, 
you know, I think that aside from the construction issues, those are the things that, you know, that leading up to grand opening is what keeps me up at night. Yeah. So, yeah. so if you know somebody looking for a job, <laughs> you can check out Bonnet Absolutely. Springs Park. <laughs> Absolutely. We will be posting more very shortly. So. Uh, another question for you is um, what is the m most surprising, probably best thing that has been through this process for you? You know, moving, I've, I think this is my fourth time living in Florida, but first time living in Lakeland. And so um, the uh, depth of the philanthropic community in Lakeland is mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, this is a pretty small city. And so when you look at what we raised from a capital campaign standpoint and now an endowment campaign standpoint, and to think that you know, largely this park has been built with private dollars. So the city of Lakeland yeah. donated some street lights to us outside the fence line. So um, we're extremely thankful for that and, and what they did for us on the Florida tile land. But inside the fence line of Bonnet Springs Park itself, we're 100% private funded. And so wow. that, you know, when you, when you look at a project of this magnitude and say that yeah. the citizens gave this to the citizens, that's an amazing thing. Yes. And, and, and largely private, you know, yeah. not, we, we have some great corporate donors and we're so thankful for them. But again, this is a small city. And so, um, you know, comparatively, the amount of private donations has blown my mind. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I mean, you said 130 million around yeah. estimated. Yeah. That, that's insane. Uh, so and what would you say has been largely the success to that? I mean, relationships, I think marketing. it's a lot of that, you know, I think it's, I think it's a genuine love for the city of Lakeland and, and Polk County as a whole. Yeah. And, uh, you know, realizing that Polk County is a special place. And so, mm. um, people wanting to see the community continue to thrive yeah. and maintain its core values. Um, I, I think that that's a lot of, you know, the, the reason behind the gifts and that, you know, there have been several families who have become successful in Polk County. And so this is a way to give back and uh, show yeah. appreciation for that. And I just think it's great. Yeah. And, and one of my takeaways from that for local business owners is really when you're getting ingrained in the community, really taking that pride and confidence around where you live and embracing that, being proud of it, sharing it with others. Um, and, and that that if your heart's there, a lot of times the the actions follow right so right. that's where right. your mind when where your head's at where your heart's at um just take the, take the steps and it'll follow so uh, i think the last question that i have for you today is um out of influencers or celebrities or maybe it's a family member or friend who has had the most influence on your life well, I think uh, my my dad um, would probably be the one who I would say uh, first and followed closely by my wife. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, you know, it's those two have kind of been my rock the whole time. And yeah. so um, I lost my dad in February to COVID, um, which was unfortunate. And yeah. so, um, you know, prior to that, in my work commute every day, it was it was a phone call to my wife, say, hey, I'm on the way home, and then a phone call to my dad and chat yeah. with him on the phone. So um, those two have uh, really put me where I am today. That's awesome. Okay. And so I actually do have one more question. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could see somebody on this podcast, who would it be? Oh, boy. Um, Anybody in the world? 
anybody in the whole world? Anybody in the world. <laughs> wow. I don't have any idea. Um, no one. You're putting me on the spot. Big I know. Time. I, I know. <laughs> That's the way it works. Oh, man. Who would I like to see on the podcast? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm a big Jimmy Buffett fan. Uh, Jimmy Buffett? Yeah, I like Jimmy Buffett. I you know, like I think he... The, the the cool thing about Buffett is like the guy has this laid back Florida like persona. Mm -hmm. Yay. <laughs> um, but at the heart of it, he's an extremely shrewd businessman and a mm. marketing genius. Mm -hmm. And so I think if, uh, you know, if you had interviewed somebody that was that celebrity thing, I, I would like to hear about Buffett's marketing strategy because he took a song, Margaritaville, and made it like one of the most valuable IPs uh, yeah. in the world. So <laughs> That's true. And restaurants out of it, too. He's got restaurants. He's got food. He's got alcohol. Yeah. I mean, you name it. There's communities campgrounds. I mean, Margaritaville everywhere now. And it's, uh, that doesn't come by accident. That guy's a hard worker. So. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again. <laughs> and uh, thank you for, you for letting me. me put you on the spot. Yeah, yeah no, that's good. <laughs> and very much appreciate the time. So can you share one more time when Bonnet Springs yes. is going to be opening? We open October 22nd. The grand opening weekend is the 22nd and 23rd. You will not want to miss it. I promise. Awesome. So stay tuned to our website for details. Follow Great. us on social media. And uh, we look forward to seeing everyone there. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank and you. thank you for listening. We hope to see you next time. Thanks for joining us on the Local Business Owners Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the interview. If you have someone that you want to nominate or you'd like to hear on the show, reach out and connect. We'll see you next time.